Hello friends, my name is Patrick Little and welcome to A Little History. In our first season titled A Mythology Apology. Each week I'll be bringing you stories from various mythologies and folklore from around the world. These stories can be some of the most iconic tales we've known and some of them are just really weird and obscure. So join me each week as I present this to you alongside a lot of shit talking, some weird segues and some weird silly sound effects. You're listening to A Little History. Apologies for the questionable audio quality of this episode, but we are streaming in Australia and our internet is terrible. But don't worry, these episodes do get better. Horse mechanic! Who immediately made her their queen. As a cow? No, as a human. Unfortunately, he trips on a tangled root and kind of knocks himself out. <laughs> so he's a horse mechanic and he's a son of a god. He's a horse mechanic. I didn't need a freaking story about making pies, man. I know how to make a bloody pie. I'm Koshy the Deathless. <laughs> give me the fucking ball and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to give Gilgamesh a piece of my mind. <laughs> Sorry. Plexipus. Homeless Gandalf without a beard. I'm not going to help you at this point, but what you should do is you should leave your silver snuff box with us for us to remember you by. <laughs> silver snuff box. And she uh, she starts cursing Gilgamesh, being like, fuck you, Gilgamesh, piece of shit. So he heads back to Mycenae with Cassandra the concubine. <laughs> is that what she's known as? And one job to do, mate. One <laughs> fucking job. Don't look in the closet. I'm glad I got your attention. Introduce yourself, Matt. What do you do? Who are you? Hi, my name's Matthew, and I'm a mythology enthusiast without having any knowledge of mythology. Fantastic. Well, <laughs> I like the stories, and I try to read some, and I forget them pretty much instantly, or I just play Age of Mythology on computer. <laughs> the best type of enthusiast. A big loser nerd. Well, that's all good. Uh, we love the losing it. Oh, yeah. Nothing like some beers and stories. What, what do we have, Mr. Little? Well, the story I've got for you today, Matt, is uh, comes from the lineage of the Mycenaean hero stories. So we're talking... <laughs> right off the bat. I know. Play. Watch out. <laughs> lineage. Let's do it. Yes. He's coming with heat. <laughs> wow. Zeus is Thunderbolt. Straight off the bat. Oh, it's, it's, in, it's in action. I went with this story because it's it's one of the it's commonly known as the curse of the house of Atreus. Ooh, okay. It's one of the ones that we wouldn't have heard growing up and mm-hmm. you know in school, but it's got a lot of the the common well, we went tropes. To a, we went to a Catholic school, Patrick, so we wouldn't. Have heard <laughs> There's only one god. Only one god. <laughs> yeah, we heard other myths. I mean, no myths, troops. Well, you know, when uh, when we started talking about multiple gods, we got sent to the stockade, so they were they were pretty tough. <laughs> Anyway, okay, cool. So we are going to kick things off. So basically, this the whole story starts with uh, one gentleman challenging the all-knowingness of the gods. So basically challenging or doubting the gods. And you know what's going to happen with that? He had some cojones, didn't he? You challenge, you challenge the gods, you're going to get him. Nice. So anyway, it starts with our main character, at least at this stage. His name is Tantalus. There we go. And the looker? Well, you know, he, he had some offspring, so somebody somebody welcomed him. He is the movie hero, so well, he is. The lead. And it, 
Yeah, well, and he happens to be one of the many sons of Zeus. Oh, well, okay. So you're going to find a lot of characters in this story whose parents are gods. Nice. Because it happens a lot. And he actually happens to be a king as well. Aren't they all kings? There's a lot of kingdoms left, right? A lot of kings. But we're not starting off in Greece. So Tantalus actually is a king of an area called Mount Sipilus in Lydia. I thought this was a Greek mythology podcast and we're not starting in Greece. Well, you hang on there. I'm going to get get you there. (laughs) My mind is already blown. (laughs) So we're starting off in Lydia, which is in like modern Turkey. So like something like Anatolia, like Asia Minor. So it's still part of the Greek world, but it's not, not, not Greece, not the mainland. Not Athens. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not Athens. So anyway, so Tantalus as, well, yeah, as well as being son of the king of the gods, Zeus, and being a king himself, he is, uh, he's pretty close with all the Olympian gods. So so we're talking, when I say the eight, uh, when I said the golden age of, uh, of Greece, basically a, a, a time when the gods and mortals were regular communication. So meaning that the gods kept Tantalus in their uh, their thoughts and just wanted to have conversations with him, hung out with him, had feasts and all that kind of stuff. So he knew the gods pretty well. Oh, okay, cool. And so, so this uh, familiarity breeds contempt and questions and all that jazz, all the stuff that gods do not thinking, like. He can, he can chat to him and stuff like that. He starts thinking he's the same as them. Well, you know, oh, he, start, he starts thinking, oh, probably not that he's the same as there. Maybe a little bit of that, but more so the gods aren't as aren't as all-knowing and all-powerful uh, as maybe... The mystique, the mystique is rubbed up. Oh, it's gone because he's, yeah. he's been chatting on. He's thinking that they're not, not all the real deal. Maybe something like that. He's, it's, it, it happens a lot during this age where, the, where mortals and, and demigods think, oh, you guys aren't amazing. And usually they get uh, stuff happens. <laughs> and, then, and then a lesson is taught about how it has <laughs> yeah. been. Yeah. It doesn't end well. So anyway... Uh, well, this is tant- tantalising. Oh, well, that's actually uh, that's actually where the where the word comes from. I had a feeling. <laughs> yep, I had a feeling. <laughs> there was some pretty heavy foreshadowing, but <laughs> yes, yeah. on. So Tantalus decides. All right, this is how I'm going to go about trying to you know fool the gods or you know pull the uh, pull the curtain out and sort of say. Is oh, so he trying to fool them? Yeah, he's trying to show them for what they are. Which what he thinks is they're not they're not they're not everything. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he decides to invite all the gods over like he would normally do for a big feast, and his plan to uh, deceive the gods and and uh, and all that is to take his son uh, by the name of Pelops, uh, take his son and kill him. Oh, kill his own son. His own son. Yep. Oh, there you go. He's, he's not messing around. Was his son in on the? Uh, was his son in on it? Or uh, well, it's not. It's not clear. But I don't think he was too keen on the idea. Just a chuckle. Yeah. That's all right. So yeah. So Tantalus kills Pelops. <laughs> Straight off the bat. All right, cool. Straight up. Yeah. He wasn't trying to do any magic tricks or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna no. kill. I'm gonna kill my son. See you, mate. This is the first option. We'll yep. kill him. Yeah. Yep. Kills him, uh, chops him up, and cooks him up in in like a rich sauce. So it makes like a ah, pellet okay. stew. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh, so his idea, uh, Tantalus's idea, as well as he, I'm assuming he wanted to get rid of Pelops because you know mm-hmm. it's 
Why else would you do it? <laughs> why, why would you involve a scheme to kill your own son if you didn't actually See, want to kill it, him? And what was Daedalus going to gain? Two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, it's really odd. So anyway... Um, Maybe he was just in the room when he was thinking of a plan and went, oh, you're now part of it. I'm going to kill you. Well, Pelos is like, that's a shit plan, Dad. He's like, oh, fucking tell you, The plan's just changed, son. That's it, champ. You're done. <laughs> you're in for it. Um, mm. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so Tantalus gets all the gods to come over. He's got the Pelops stew cooking um, and he's yeah, they're all having a great time. He serves up the stew and all the gods, I'm talking like Zeus, Poseidon, Hermes, Ares, all them. Are they in Tantalus's house? Yeah, they, they, they come over to his joint. Uh, okay. And that's, it. that's how familiar everybody is. Yeah, so they had to yeah. come down as mortals, didn't they? Or something like that? Didn't they have to used to come down in mortal form so they wouldn't... Oh uh, well, well, the well, that's, that's a good, a good story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. Is this your podcast? <laughs> Shut up, dumbass. No. no, well, they came down in different forms. Like, say, yeah, for yeah. instance, this is a little side quest. Zeus. Would yeah, but appear. I thought if they came as a god, if they came as themselves, they would like be too much. They were like pure light, and they would blow up normal humans or something like that. Well, that's what my memory as it was. Right. Well, you've seen Clash of the Titans, right? <laughs> That's what I'm basing all of my all of my image. No, the immortals. The immortals of Henry oh, Cavill. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a god and I just get slain like a normal human because I'm spaz. <laughs> well, just think that every god is Liam Neeson. Just oh, coming okay. down, human form. They've got robes on. It's, it's cool. A little, a little bit of yep. glow behind them. Yep. Oh, yeah, a little, a little bit. But Tantalus sees a glow, if there is a glow, and he's like, whatever, I've seen you glow before. Have some stew. Thanks for good, yeah. Eat my son. Anyway, all the gods sit down, they have a, they, they go to eat it, and they all recoil. They're just like, holy shit. What's this Pelops stew you're trying to serve us? And everyone, they, they pretty much just like pull them up on it straight away. Oh, they've, so they've tasted human before. <laughs> no, they, they see it. They must be yeah, like, what's up? Pelops is like on a cowlick haircut or like, you know, one of his eyeballs or something in there. They know, they recognize it for what it is. Now, all the gods, however, except for the goddess Demeter. Do you know who Demeter is? Demeter? No, I don't. Well, Demeter's traditionally the goddess of, like, fertility and, and, and the harvest and all that. Mm, okay. But also, like, the goddess of, like, natural law, like the laws of death and all that. The, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. She was all for She, she was all forced to, was she? she? She's like, give me the stew. No, she was stuck it in. No, she was distracted because... There's a side story, which I'll, I'll get to at some point in this mm-hmm. series. Um, Demeter had a daughter or has a daughter named Persephone. Uh, yeah, she gets stolen by Hades, doesn't she? No, Hades, you tricked me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is Hades the time of the year. For, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, so this is the time of year where, where Persephone's down hanging out with Hades and Demeter's, you know, she's got a bit of separation anxiety or something like that. Hanging out's a loose term. <laughs> yeah, she... Hades kidnapped her and would let her back. Well, you know, she hey, you know, she made a she made an arrangement. She agreed. Yeah. <laughs> She's she signed on the dotted line. She wore she wore an alluring dress, so it's her own fault, isn't it? <laughs> Hades exactly. just he couldn't help himself. She's as much to blame. Yeah. It's <laughs> well, her mother who brought her up wrong. Well, <laughs> yeah, well. anyway. So back to the stew. Yeah. Back to the stew. Demeter's a little bit distracted by what's going on and she takes a bite of the stew. And then she realizes what's going on. She's like, oh, no, Pelops, you. Oh, so she's the only one that took a bite. The only one that took a bite. Okay. And everyone, like, you know, and then she's, like, immediately, like, oh, wow, this Tantalus guy needs to be punished. And all the other gods are like, punish him. 
Yeah, what a shit dude. <laughs> Sounds like a frat house. Do it. They they turn on him pretty quick. Be yeah. <laughs> pressure. That's good. Don't try to serve your, your party guests your son's flesh. Like <laughs> maybe they're not into that. <laughs> and maybe that was in his kingdom, you know. <laughs> maybe it's the custom. Mm. Lydia, they're big on that. So the gods decide, all right, we need to we need to punish Tantalus and do it in one of those like weird, weird, like weird, weird gods way. <laughs> not just not just kill him. Yeah, we've got we've got something special for you. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun living forever. You're like what? <laughs> they've probably murdered that many people. They're pretty over it, so they're like, let's let's do something real fun. Let's get a bit wa- a bit wacky with this. <laughs> Let's open the floor to ideas. <laughs> yeah. So given so given the fact that Tantalus kill uh, you know killed his son and served up in a feast, it's all food and food related and libations and all that. They decide, all right, we're going to pop Tantalus in a body of water, and so Ooh. Tantalus is like, oh, that's all right. The body of water comes up to my chin. No worries. Anytime I get thirsty, I'll just duck my head and have a drink of water. And he goes, oh, but wait a second. Every time I do that, the water recedes. Ah, oh, I can't have a drink. <laughs> so he's forever thirsty. Forever thirsty. And then he goes, oh, wait, no worries. They, you know, they, the gods have done a good thing and they've hung this branch up over my head with every single plant or every single fruit imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just reach up with my neck and have, just, you know, grab whatever thing I want. Oh, wait, yeah. the branch too recedes. <laughs> oh, no. So they're tantalizingly close. Is exactly. There oh. we go. <laughs> Ding, 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 oh. ding, ding. <laughs> we have a winner. Uh, so where was this thing? Where, where, like, this body of water, that, where did that, where was that exactly? On Earth? Oh, it's just, just down the road. <laughs> Off the side of his kingdom. You, could you go see him? Like, could people go and buy tickets to see the dude they couldn't get a drink or something? Eh? It was, it was like in the nether, the nether regions of the world. I mean, you, you probably have to go past, like, the River Styx or something like that to, to see it. Dude getting his litter eaten out by an eagle. Yeah, it's the same right next to it. Well, the one thing, the one thing about these god punishments is that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't administered within the public eye. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't go down like on the highway and say, "Oh, look, there's Tantalus having a crack at some food again." Oh, he's missed out. It all happens in like the places where mortals can't tread. Oh, so they don't have like the big banana and stuff. They can't go well, see the big banana. Nah. There's no, there's no road trip to go see. Well, it. well, the big banana quite obscure. Our international listeners will have a bit of a tough time. Uh, <laughs> well, trying to Google it's... search that one. International listeners know about the big merino and the big banana. If you come to Australia, international listeners, those are your first stops. If, if you, you haven't seen those, if you haven't seen those two stops, you haven't been to Australia. You're welcome. There you go. Sydney Upper Bridge. Yeah. See you, mate. Opera House and no, thanks. No, those, those two are the ones. So, uh, yeah, so pretty much uh, we leave Tantalus there. That's the end <laughs> of Tantalus is, yeah. for that story. Yeah, he's, he's basically... Uh, so he's still there now, isn't he? He's there forever. Yeah. Eternity. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, he's, he's doing podcasts as well. <laughs> well, yeah. what else are you going to do? He's like, I'm forever hungry and forever thirsty. It's probably better than this one. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey buzzing. Better guests. Better guests. <laughs> Woo. Hope you enjoyed this only time you're on the uh, on the show. <laughs> first in, first out. There you go. Nice and, <laughs> nice and quick. So anyway, but our story doesn't stop there. Oh no. 
No, no, oh, we've got a we've got a fair way to go. The Tantalus is gone. Tantalus is gone. He's out of the story. Now all the gods are like, shit, we feel pretty bad about what happened to Pelops. You know, it's a bit tough there being cooked up by your own dad in a stew and, you know, fed to people. Yep. Uh, so they decide, let's well, let's all put our get our powers together, combine them, Captain Planet style, and we'll bring Pelops back to life. I'm assuming they're pretty drunk at this stage, right? Too, they're just they're just been sinking wine, <laughs> like they're just like, oh, let's go help Pelops out. They've gone to the that stage of drinking where they're just totally drunk and they just want to. They're getting remorseful. Yeah, they're like let's help someone. <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's do something. Just before the D and M stage, they're like, oh, let's let's do a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, they're getting deep and like, oh, let's help this kid, bro. So they so they yeah <laughs> they decide to bring him back to life just before they they make all these travel plans that they're never gonna you know follow up on. Mm-hmm. You know when you get drunk at a party, like, let's go to let's let's go to Africa together. Like that'd be great. Well, let's run with the bulls, bro. <laughs> yeah, no one talks about it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they 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 uh, go ahead and they raise Pelops back to life. <laughs> Shit. So he he's happy. Yeah, he's a happy happy chappy. Although he's he's actually missing a fairly uh, a, a poor portion of his flesh. Ah, because What's-Her-Face had a bit of a nibble. Demeter couldn't couldn't hold back. No, I couldn't help myself in the end. Demeter, no. What is the portion that he's missing? Well, Pelops is me. No, not really. Not really. No. If, if, if it's a fast bowler, maybe. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> a Demeter-sized <laughs> Demeter bite mark out of one of his shoulders. Oh, okay. That's what she had a crack at. Oh no! Don't tell. I know. I think I know where we're going, but this is good. This is great. I I assure you, you don't. <laughs> this is one of those things that's brought up. I was thinking the cold shoulder. I was oh, no. The cold shoulder. No. Oh, you know, nah. <laughs> it's one of those things that's brought up, and uh, kind of left. So anyway, the gods are like, "Oh shit! What are we gonna do?" Pelops is missing a bit of his shoulder, and you know, Zeus decides, "All right, how about I get Hermes to design a shoulder made of ivory, of all things." For which he gets, nice. he gets Hephaestus, who's the god god of the uh, god of the. Um, yeah, he made. Yep, I know uh, him. He the, made Zeus's god shit. of blacksmiths and shit like yeah, that. He made Zeus's lightning bolts and stuff. He makes all that. Yeah, so he, he makes him up an ivory shoulder. You know, a prosthetic, prosthetic. I know him shoulder. from Hercules, the cartoon movie. So exactly, <laughs> it's not some in depth <laughs> learning knowledge that I have. I remember him banging lightning bolts. Well, hey, you've banged out a correct answer on that one. So hey, bing, bing, bing. There we go. You got it. So anyway, so Hephaestus, he's got his, his, his complete, uh, he's made, he's all good. Now, you'd think uh, at this point he would become king of that region in Lydia because Tantalus is out of the picture. Uh, but you don't really hear anything about that. He, he sort of thinks, nah, all right, I'm, I'm fully grown. I'm going to uh, head over to Greece. Just cause maybe you know bad taste left in his in his mouth. You know what I mean? Oh, pun. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> maybe maybe the people didn't respond to a leader with outer shoulder. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Maybe more they more. gave him the cold shoulder. Oh, oh, oh. oh God! Wow. <laughs> we descended into this. Yeah, no. <laughs> let's get back on track. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So he, he goes over to uh, to southern Greece, the area which is commonly known as the Peloponnese. So oh, that's where that thing there you go. Yes. Yeah. Is that just coincidental or is that after his name? 
Yeah, well, supposedly it's after he, after his name. <laughs> oh, now we know. So he he must be doing something good if he gets the islands named after him. Well, you know the story. The story continues, doesn't it? He comes over there and he catches the uh, uh, well, well, he sees this uh, this fair maiden by the name of Hippodamia. 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 These names are gorgeous. I know they're great. <laughs> you don't hear them anymore, do you? Hippodamia. <laughs> it's tough to get away with. All right. Well, I believe we can start something. You know. More hippodamias out there, please. Well, you know, you just had a you just had a young child. Yeah. <laughs> a little middle name, a hippodamia. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going down to births, deaths and marriages right now, and I am changing that. <laughs> just don't tell Greta, your lovely wife. <laughs> you changed your daughter's name. <laughs> I'm sure she'll love hippodamia. It's a, it's a... Especially when it comes up at her graduation. And they just say hippodamia little and they're like, What? <laughs> Because I'm sure that's the first time her name would come up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 18 years after birth. She's child until until graduation. So anyway, so Hippodamia is the daughter of a king by the name of Onomaeus. Another king. Oh, uh, another kings. king. Yeah, he's the king of an area in Olympia. So like, you know, think like, you know, uh, Eastern Peloponnese sort of. That sort of, or northeastern Peloponnese. So, well, actually, it's on the western side. Uh, and and guess what? And that, uh, Onomaeus is also the son of a god. Oh, is he? Because it happens. Ares. Look at that. Oh, god of war. Hey, there we go. Hey, Bing, Bing, Bing. Knowledge. Look at that. Hercules as well. <laughs> See you later. I think out of this out, out of this story because we're actually in a uh, in a part one of a three part saga. Oh, saga! They're always sagas with the Greeks, aren't they? All tragedies. Trust but... me, there's a lot, it's a lot better than Disney. Yeah. This, this makes about as much sense. Yeah. Okay. So I think Onomaeus. Minus the evil overtones. Yeah. Yeah. I think Onomaeus is my favourite character in this. He is such a dick, such a weird <laughs> dude as well. Weird dude. <laughs> I'm a dick. So he loves his daughter, and we like, you know, really loves. He's like close with his daughter. Oh, this is the Greeks talking. Yeah, it could be uh, yeah well, yeah, it could go anywhere. But he's, he, he understands he needs to marry his daughter off because he's a king, she's his daughter, and that's what women do. They're just possessions. And there's about a thousand other kings within a 10 mile radius of him because exactly. everyone's a king in Greece. There's a king in every corner. Um, and, the, the, you know, he's, he's got to get rid of her. Also, he fancies himself a bit of a charioteer. No, does he? A charioteer. He should as well because he's been given a, a chariot and a, and a pair of uh, pretty awesome horses by Ares himself. Oh, a <laughs> bit of an advantage. <laughs> His horses can outrun the uh, Boreas, which is, I believe, it's the eastern or western winds. Okay, so it's faster than the wind. Oh, okay. the north wind, sorry, the north wind. So the horses can beat the wind. It's handy? Yeah, handy. Handy for a king who's the son of a god. Why isn't the story about Onomaeus? <laughs> exactly. He's got it going on. Well, Hippodamia does because Pelops is all about that. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to challenge this Onomaeus in a bit of a chariot race. But you see, Onomaeus, he wants this because 
that's what he does. He chow- any suitor who wants to come along and and you know vie for uh, Hippodamia's hand has to beat Onimaeus in a chariot race. So he so he has all these advantages, and he so he's a bit of a sly dog. He knows that he's going to beat him. He's, he's, <laughs> he should beat him. Well, he should Jesus. beat him. He's got he's got a few aces. He's got a loaded deck. Yeah. He's he's got a lot of things working in his in his his favor. But um, it's it's it, and it's not like you know like a Ben Hur scene where you're just going round and round the hippodrome. Oh, uh, no, that was exactly there. What you was. go. <laughs> Legos, me. I'm done. Penny <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, no, so um, it's it's a chariot race across what is described as a rough country because the Peloponnese is very that region of Greece is very sort of hilly and it's it's not awesome for cavalry, so it's a very pretty rough country. So it's a tough race uh, to take in there. And the, of the 13 suitors that tried to, uh, you know, beat him for Hippodamia's hand in the past, uh, he's gone ahead and killed them for losing. And he's, he's got all their heads uh, hanging above his palace. <laughs> Talk about the old insult of losing. It's not enough. It's uh, I'll get your head as well. You know, right? Bit of a dick move. <laughs> a little bit tough for the old young bachelors going for the one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I could either be married this afternoon or have my head on a bike. Sweet. Well, you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yeah, the big dog. <laughs> he's not parting with his daughter anytime soon. Or he's not parting with her lightly. Yeah, Jesus. She must be something. Yeah, well, she's, she's got it going on, apparently. So Pelops, he's, he goes, no, I want this. So I want to I have a crack at her. She's, she's the humdiggity. But uh, I'm a little bit worried about uh, Onimaeus and his awesome chariot and his horses that are faster than the wind. You know, that, that'd make him shake in his boots a little bit. But... Uh, pretty much one of, well, one of the gods, Poseidon, you know, Poseidon, god of the sea. Uh, mate, yeah, I know Poseidon. Don't worry about that. He's also the god of horses. Oh, is he? That's odd. Yeah. Seahorses? Like, or just generally horses? Just horses. I a god of seahorses. Thanks. <laughs> Great attribute. Well, he's a god of the sea, and they also go, and we'll give you a horse. Like, why? Why that random animal? <laughs> we'll give you some horses. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those weird things where you'd be like, oh, is the god of horses as well? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is he god of all the sea animals too, or is there gods that have god of some land and they give him a couple of sharks or something? But he has he has children who would like have who govern other regions of the sea as well. Uh, okay. Still, the horses. All right, I'm gonna. I'm waiting for the comments to happen as well because people can be like, well, actually, this happened. Like so, yeah. <laughs> it's there's a lot of stuff going on. But all you need to know is Poseidon, god of the sea. He's also god of horses, and he loves Pelops. He thinks he's a cool dude. Uh, he's kind of still feels bad about him getting killed by his dad, and he he offers to give him an awesome chariot. It pays to be killed by your dad, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. It's shit. It's, Free shit everywhere. It's raining favors from the gods. <laughs> yeah. Wow, easy life for him now. <laughs> well, not saying we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, yeah so so uh, Poseidon offers him a really awesome chariot. And you'd think, you know, the god of horses might offer him some cool steeds as well. <laughs> Yeah, no. Nah. But he goes. He goes. What do you want? He goes. What do you want from me, man? You take the chariot and you will like it. I suppose you can't argue. You can't argue with him when he's giving you a chariot. You're like, oh, can yeah. I have some? You want, you're not going to ask too much, are you? You can't Oliver twist it. Overpress it. Yeah. Can I have some more? <laughs> oh, by the way, for son, uh, you idiot. I need horses. <laughs> You've only done about forty percent, mate. You want to give me the rest? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Poseidon's an, he's like, yeah, have the chariot, mate. You'll do great. So Pelops, he's a little bit doubtful about, you know, winning against a guy with the, who, you know, he's probably matched him in chariots, but, you know, mm-hmm. still has awesome horses that he can outrun the wind. He's a little bit worried about that. So instead of, but he still, he still wants Hippodamia. He's, that's the prize for him. 
so instead of actually, you know, racing uh, Onomaeus head on, head on uh, he decides to do enlisted bit of treachery. So it's good. Go, it goes down that route, that route instead. So he has a horse that's faster than the wind. <laughs> His horses are faster than the wind. Oh, no, 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 no. The, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Onomaeus has horses that are faster than the wind and an awesome oh. chariot. Sorry. I was writing an email for work. Ah, right. A little distracted. Cool. I'm glad I got your attention. So what's Zeus doing? <laughs> Zeus? <laughs> Where was Zeus in all this? Uh, all right, go on. I'm back. So anyway, Pelops decides I'm not going to race this guy outright. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enlist a little bit of help and I'm going to do the dirty on him and, uh, and get up that way. So Pelops enlists the help of Onomaeus, his groom. So um, the guy who looks after his horse. He's a mechanic, pretty much. Greek mechanic. Greek mechanic of the uh, looks after the horses and the, uh, oh, the chariots. Are you going to trust a Greek mechanic, mate? No. That's, oh, Jesus, mate. Oh, mate. Oh. Let's get some heat right now. Um, <laughs> so he, his, name, his name is Myrtilus. Myrtilus. <laughs> oh, Myrtle. Nice. All right. And guess what? Myrtilus is also the son of a god. Son of a god. <laughs> you got a bum. So he's a horse mechanic. Horse mechanic. And he's a son of a god as well. He's a horse mechanic. A horse son of a god. Who... Is he a king? <laughs> king of the mechanics. Is he a king or king yet? Oh, king, uh, king, king of the mechanics. King mechanic. Prices would be pretty up there, wouldn't they? Well, yeah. oh, you say I'm a king, so there's a 30% increase. Yeah, they, the king's tax. <laughs> king's tax for that axle, mate. Yeah. Old tax. Sorry, mate. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so Myrtilus is the son of the god Hermes, messenger to the gods. I so he's got, he's got that going for him, yeah. So, uh, so Pelops, he's, he goes to Myrtilus and he goes, all right, mate, what, we, what my plan is, if you take the linchpins, the metal linchpins out of Onimaeus' chariot and you replace them with pins made of wax, Ooh. When, uh, when the axle gets hot from the race, wax pins will melt and the whole chariot's going to fall apart. And guess what? Victory to Pelops. This is good fun, yeah. It, it looks like a pretty sweet deal because Pelops offers Myrtilus half of Onimaeus' kingdom. <laughs> Does he? So you're assuming you're assuming the kingdom of uh, of Olympia would go. It's in Onomaeus's kingdom would go to Pelops after beating because he would kill the king, marry his daughter. Yeah, yep. I'm assuming yep. there's no sons. Happy ending. See you later. Yeah, it's on the proviso. The kingdom becomes um, Pelops's after Onomaeus's death. So half of that goes to Myrtilus if he you know, just replaces the pins. Well, that's all right. Just has to replace the pins. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. No negotiating, just straight away. Oh, you can have half the empire. It's like, oh shit, I would have taken a few thousand. All right, thanks, yeah. mate. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Old sack, maybe thirty coins. No, no, cool. No, no, straight to the top. And that's a bit too much responsibility for him. He's like, oh god, I don't want to. Manage people. Is a ter- is a terrible negotiator. <laughs> I'm a simple mechanic. Like, Jesus, bro. <laughs> so Murderless agrees to that. He goes, sweet, let's make this happen. So the day of the race comes, and you know everything's in place. Now, the way the race goes is uh, Onomaeus, he's got he's, the thing I love making him even more of a dick than what we know of him so far. It's for this chariot race. He gets his daughter, Hippodamia, to ride with the suitor and he gives them a head start and then Onomaeus uh, then chases them. Or then, sorry, then starts his race and acts like he's chasing them, like she's being abducted by somebody and he's like going to save her. Oh, that's how he gets his kicks, does he? Well, dad of the year. Get a Liam Neeson. <laughs> Must do. Dad of the year. Oh. Who's Louise? How <laughs> much do him grace? She's not much. He's a king. What's happening in his realm? Son of a god. 
Oh my god! So that's so anyway. That's that's how the race. Uh, that's how the race is meant to proceed. Yeah, that's how he does it. So uh, Hippodamia jumps in Pelops's chariot, and they they go off and they start the race. And you know, according to plan, Onimaeus he he starts gives them a head up. So he gives them a head start. Then he chases them. The pins warm up uh, as the chariot, you know, hits the speed. Horses made of oh, they can outrun the wind. You're going to go pretty fast. The wax melts. Chariot falls apart. Onimaeus still holding on to the bridle. So he's getting dragged across the ground <laughs> and he dies. Why am I laughing at that? <laughs> oh, sad, sad ending. I'm not even going to say, oh, that was going to be like, you know, those movies where they start skiing, you know, a shield popped up and he can ski on the dirt. No, no just he dies. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's gone. The big dog's down. Big dog is down. And the kingdom's there for the taking, eh? Yep. Yep. It would seem. So Hippodamia, she's, you know, grieving her father she's not happy that he's dead like i don't understand why because you know you, you'll offer her up like that repeatedly yeah yeah what was the other outcome oh dear old dad must have said. <laughs> oh god daddy's girl huh? yeah so she's grieved at onimaeus's death but she accepts the rules of the race and agrees to be pelops's bride well, Alex is going to hear about that for the rest of life, isn't he? You killed my dad. <laughs> Enjoy that, buddy. No, wait for it. Oh, oh, no. Myrtilus meets up with Pelops and Hippodamia at the wreckage of Onimaeus. So ah, lovely. <laughs> they're celebrating their victory while his body's like just ripped up a few feet away. Beautiful. is probably, you know, that's when she's grieving. And they're like high-fiving going, yeah, we did it. Eating so, my birds, beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> good timing, good timing. So, but uh, what happened with the negotiation? Maybe I, I want to say maybe Merciless overstepped. He's uh, maybe got a little bit too greedy. Oh, I reckon the half kingdom. He wanted all of it. Half kingdom. Well, he he understood Pelops's deal. Well, the arrangement has been. He's a simple mechanic, and now he's a simple mechanic. Be, yeah, now he's got to be greedy. Eh? He understood that the arrangement also included Hippodamia as well. Oh, did he now? He's got some entitlement for a son of a god, doesn't he? Son of a god. Son of a god. Jeez Louise. Is she very attractive? Is that why he's kind of just turned his eye up and went, oh, there we go. You want to you say so? She's, she's either really attractive or she's got uh, a really attractive inheritance. <laughs> she's wily. <laughs> she's just got that thing. She's got some royal spunk. She's a, Stella. Stella's got her groove back. She's just, ooh, she's, she's just fire. She's hot property, mate. All right. So now, now he wants, now he wants the hot ticket in town. Yeah. So that night, he tries to rape her. <laughs> oh Jesus! We're having some lighthearted fun, Patrick. <laughs> just straight to rape. Wow. All right. Not even any any, any segue to it. Is that the courting period? <laughs> just straight to rape. Jesus. Yeah, the urge. These sons of gods, eh? Jeez Louise. Because they just feel like raping. Oh. Here's a crack at her. Pelops pulls him off, though. Oh, there you go. Pelops, he's back. Oh, Pel- Pelops is always there. I know, but he wasn't there at the start of the raping, I'm sure. But... <laughs> no, <laughs> he wasn't holding his hair back or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> keeping, keeping a lookout. No, no, he was... He's, he, uh, Pelops, he's, he's, not, he's not subscribing to this <laughs> All right, all. that's enough, mate. That's a bit too rough. We've all had a bit of fun. No. I'm going to sort this out now. <laughs> he's, not, he's not happy one bit. It's like he, he's, susp- he's he, he, maybe he's gone off to get some water or start a fire or something. Start a fire. <laughs> Myrtilus has jumped on for a rape. Yeah, so Pelops comes back and he's not happy. 
He's not having any of it. I <laughs> imagine. Mainly because uh, Myrtle is, is stretching the bounds of the arrangement, the agreement. Yes, definitely. He goes, mate, wait a second. I said half the kingdom, not half the kingdom in Hippodamia. You've, you've gone overboard, mate. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's too much, mate. But then Myrtleus push, pushes back as well because he gets annoyed because he, of being rebuked. He's not happy that, you know, uh, Pelops is, is not letting him rape the daughter of the dead king who, did, who, who wasn't part of the deal anyway. Love how you throw him dead in there. <laughs> the dead king. <laughs> the dead king. <laughs> Any way to bring back Onomais is terrible. Uh, yeah. So Myrtleus, he's not happy either. And uh, they, they get into a bit of an argument, him and Pelops. Imagine that. No, I know. <laughs> Myrtle was found raping his wife. <laughs> and oh, he's not quite happy with old Pelops. Didn't float well. Imagine the argument. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Pelops, he gets... It gets pretty shitty. I, I imagine they just talk it out. No? They just, just chat it out. Handshake. Hug it out. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my bad, mate. Mm. So anyway, uh, Pelops, he's not having any of that. He decides to uh, to take... He's, he's travelling with Myrtilus and uh, Hippodamia, and they go to the highest cliffs on the eastern side of the Peloponnese. And he goes, all right, Myrtilus. Is his shoulder still... He's still got a hold in his shoulder? Oh, no. He's got the, he's got the, the prosthetic shoulder there. So he's good. Uh, okay. Sorry. That was another email. All right. Now I'm on. Forget about the shoulder. The shoulder's Sorry. done. All right. Sorry, listeners. I was the shoulder. The shoulder was just filler. I had to... <laughs> the two things I missed came up and bit me in the ass. <laughs> Don't worry about Damn it. it. <laughs> now I'm back. He takes him up to the highest cliffs on the eastern side of the Peloponnese, and he goes, "Mate, you know what? You've been you've been shit this whole trip. I'm getting rid of you." <laughs> so he tosses him over. Fuck you. And I'll tell you what, these must be some pretty tall cliffs because Myrtilus has the has the time to be able to just curse Pelops and his son and his descendants as he's falling. Oh, does he? He had a curse. Maybe, well, he did have a long trek there, I'm supposing, so he had one ready. It wasn't just off the cuff. Well, he didn't know he was going to get tossed off a cliff, did he? Oh, he, <laughs> he raped his wife. <laughs> he raped his wife. Jeez. <laughs> well, do you think he's got something in, uh, in his back pocket? Just in case. <laughs> No, I'm going to take you to a nice lunch, like, on the top of a mountain. Just in case I need to curse somebody. I reckon he had one in a barrel. He was waiting for it. He shot it off, Gui. Probably. Well, maybe he was shooting it off the whole trip. <laughs> Pelops is like, oi, murder. So I curse you. So, mate, I just want, to know, just want to know if you want some water, mate. He was ready to blow at any moment. <laughs> steaming. So anyway, so Pelops is falling down. He curses. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, Myrtilus. He's falling down. <laughs> Fuck off, mate. Uh, curses Pelops and his descendants. Uh, before falling into what then becomes known as the Myrtoan Sea. So he's got a sea sea named after him. Well, there you go. So the mechanic that killed the king with his wax, raped his daughter or attempted to rape his daughter and try to stooge the guy out of his kingdom and his his queen. It's a sea named after him. That's it. Nice. Will forever be a known, eh? It's like a coach's award you get in terms of... uh, Achievements. <laughs> Everyone will know him. So. But anyway, so Pelops, he hears the curse because he's got good ears, apparently. I'm a great listener. And he just dismisses it. He's like, yep, no worries, mate. Catch a champ. Just a curse. Catch you later. You're a mechanic. Tell, you, tell your story walking, buddy. You're, you're a mechanic king. Don't give a shit. <laughs> Same, so he dismisses the curse. He goes ahead and lives happily ever after with Hippodamia. And, uh, you yeah, know, all is well. Cool. All right, is that, is oh, that no, it? it isn't. Oh, no. This curse is going to come by and it's going to get his descendants. Oh, holy shit. So what in, pray tell, was the curse? You'll have to find out in episode two. Oh, oh sleepless nights. They're coming. 
My goodness. When we hear all about the descendants of, uh, what was his name? Pelops. I was going to say Tantalus. I was say Tantalus. <laughs> well, it's still Tantalus, but we're going to hear all, of, all about what happens to the sons of Pelops. Oh, sons of Pelops, eh? Very nice. So yep. that was the first step. Wow. We'll talk then. Well, I might, I might have to go Google <laughs> so I know a little bit more. I'm not asking stupid questions. <laughs> no, stupid questions are great. Yeah, I imagine. Oh, very nice. Well, oh, that's talk about leaving me. See the old cliffhanger. Yeah, that's wow. Cliff slammer if you're murderless, you know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> wow. Sorry, that's bad. Good time to wrap it up. I think he cursed you. <laughs> Can I curse you? <laughs> You're going to see named out there. Oh, God. Beautiful. Well, there we go. That's, uh, that's it. That's it nice. for now. All right. Episode one done. I wanted to name it uh, Can You Smell What the Tantalus is Cooking? But I can't think that's, that's what I've got at the moment for the episode title. So have you got anything better? Uh, uh, something with tantalizing in it. Oh. A tantalizing start, maybe like that. Because it's your first step. Righto Tolkien. <laughs> <laughs> actual English. <laughs> <laughs> An actual sentence that makes sense. Wait, what? <laughs> Just like, uh, maybe a tantalizing start. Your mythology journey. Just say tantalizing start. Dot 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 dot. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take criticism very well. Don't, don't ask me then. <laughs> hey, this is my podcast. But <laughs> you're a guest. You're meant to agree. No, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Beautiful. when's the next one? Next Thursday. Yeah, uh, yeah. A week from now. A week from next. So I'm gonna wait a week. Ooh, brutal. I know. Think about well. Think about everybody else. Everybody listening. Yeah. On pins and needles. Yeah, just, well, they can no. They can bloody um, just binge listen to it. <laughs> binge it. They'll, they'll wait for it for five years after it's come out and go. Oh, this is all right. No, I'm, I'm going to time lock the release. <laughs> Next episode has to be seven days after you listen to the last one. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the contract. No, right, we let this go. All right. All right. Bye. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening to a little history. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing a little history today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a little history podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under a little history podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.